0: Shady Pines Guys, Dwayne and Steve. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Shady Pines Guys with Dwayne and Steve. Um
1: I'm Steve. And, and I'm Dwayne, Dwayne. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, uh how you been, Dwayne? Oh, I've been doing good, Steve. I hear That's you've cool. had a little bit of uh some uh nature's bad weather thrown your way.
0: We had a little excitement up here. Yeah, well, of course, it coincides with my son's visit. My son came down with his family and my mom, uh, along with it, two grandkids and my daughter-in-law. The The morning they were leaving to head to Florida for the rest of their vacation, we woke up to uh, an alert saying that a bad storm was going to be here soon. And then it turned into a tornado warning very quickly. But, you know, when you have children in the house and something like this is happening and elderly, it kind of makes you extra nervous. So... Uh, yeah, we all ran downstairs and took cover, which took a, a minute or two to get us down there and it, it sounded crazy outside. It was we ended up getting a really large golf ball sized hail. I mean, it sounded like the house was falling apart. Luckily, no windows were broken but um, and the power had gone off, you know and, the, and we're keep getting alerts on the phone. There's a tornado. Uh, and then during that time, the, of course the poor kids they' they're older. they had an elderly dog that their grandmother was watching up in Ohio. And she didn't know that was happening. She was calling to let them know that the dog had passed away. So we get the phone call in the middle of all that, what's happening. So afterward, we got lucky. The tornado did not reach our house. It actually went back up in the air right at the other side of the lake there. We were in a path of it, which is why we got the hail that we got because it was pushing this way. But like I said, luckily, it went up but uh my truck and my son's van were damaged my truck was has a lot of dents on it on top of it uh that their insurance is working on uh it ended up being an ef1 tornado that hit the town right on the other side of the lake um luckily nobody was injured either somebody was trapped in a building there for a little bit but they were okay um it didn't hit us nobody here was hurt Uh, we had six inches of rain during that storm uh and it damaged our roof and that the roofs on uh the chicken coops which they've been out looking we're waiting to hear back on that what they're going to do with all that uh insurance adjuster was here and uh and of course i'm trying to find a place to get the truck fixed because they're wanting to send me someplace two hours from here and i don't want to do that but uh still making calls to figure all that out but no like you said before nobody was hurt everybody was okay It was just a little bit scary but what a way to wake up, especially for oh, them on the, the last day there. So then it was like rushed pictures uh, with the grandkids before they headed out uh, there in the garage because it was raining out. And uh, <laughs> I, you can tell by my my face in those pictures, it was a hell of a morning. But but uh, it was kind of weird, too, though, because when I went up last year to visit Ohio and I stayed at my mom's, when I went to my mom's house, there, a tornado came while I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a day so i don't know maybe it had something to do with my mom and i getting being in the same place at the same that time that could
1: be it <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh so yeah so we we did we we fared well and it could have been a lot worse and it was worse than the other town uh which is it's very it's just right next to us but um but luckily it's everything can be fixed you know no nobody was hurt or injured so Uh, everybody's going about, you know, yeah, everybody's moving forward. So that's a good thing. Um, I want to go into some entertainment news. I just have a couple of things I wanted to mention here. Uh, I, I don't know if you're a fan of Michael J. Fox. I've kind of always, like I was a fan as a kid as the back to the future movies and his TV show, but, um, Apple TV just released a trailer for an upcoming, uh, documentary called still a Michael J. Fox movie. It premieres on May 12th, and it's a documentary about his life with backstage footage from his iconic roles in uh, Family Ties, Back to the Future, Teen Wolf, and along with other key moments and appearances from his life. It also, of course, discusses his fight with Parkinson's disease from early on when he started noticing that something was wrong with him and up to the injuries he sustained because of the disease. Now, he also is going to discuss when he – used to abuse alcohol and pills following his diagnosis and how he attempted to hide from reality. But they say it isn't a sad downer movie, but an inspiring one showing how far he has come in all these years with Michael J. Fox saying, I'm a tough son of a bitch. And uh, you'll like this one. The newest members of the Country Music Hall of Fame have been announced, and they include Tanya Tucker, finally, the Delta Dawn singer who is being inducted in the Veteran Era Artist category. Uh, after a career spanning 10 number one hits over 40 top 10 songs and two Grammys, the hall of fame fame uh, is finally paying tribute to what probably should have been done years ago. Tucker over the years has even wondered why she hadn't been inducted. She said, I figured I'd get it, it when I was dead or something. And I kind of quit thinking about it or wanting it. Tucker who is 64 says that she has a new record coming out this summer and that, uh, there will be a tribute to those artists that helped and influenced her career. She'll be formally and formally inducted into the Hall of Fame sometime later this year. And then, Dwayne, you got us uh, some
1: uh, news on RuPaul. Well, it's been an exciting year this year on RuPaul's Drag Race, Steve. We were down to the final four in the last episode, and one of the girls was supposed to go home, The lip sync ended up being very exciting between Anitra and Mistress Isabel Brooks. Fortunately, it was too close to call, and RuPaul allowed both contestants to stay in the race. So now we have Mistress Isabel Brooks, Anitra, Sasha Colby, and Lux London are the four contestants, which every one of the four gets it. It's a very open a race. They're all four extremely talented. I don't believe I have ever seen a RuPaul's Drag Race where the final four, it could be any one of them. Hmm. Usually one is more of a standout than the other, but right. these girls this year, they were all standouts. And so if you've not been tuning in, catch up and uh, we'll still be waiting to see who the The winner is and who's crowned.
0: Now it's time for Music Gems.
1: Today in Music Gems, I'd like to take a look at Donna Summer. Donna Summer is basically known as the queen of disco, and she was a lot more than just a disco queen. First of all, her albums are always produced extremely well with high standards, which some disco artists did not have that fortunate were unfortunately not blessed with and Donna's voice could have sang anything that she wanted to sing. She has a beautiful Christmas album that I enjoy every year and it's kind of a shame. She got pigeonholed as just a dance music singer, but uh, some of that is just wonderful. Some of my favorites are the Donna Summer, a love Trilogy," the, long mix of try me i know we can make it uh leads this album and it's 17 and 57 seconds long but the second half of the album is the best part she does barry manilow's could it be magic and uh, some other nice songs and the whole thing just flows very well and i would highly recommend that one if you don't have it i would also recommend donna summer i remember yesterday this is kind of a fun album she looks back at the 60s kind of sound and some of these sound songs sound a little bit like diana ross and the supreme sound songs but donna does not try to imitate their voices she's just the tunes sound similar to that it's a very good album and it still stands the test of time and one of my favorite albums of donna was a cd released called the dance collection it was a compilation of 12 inch dance mix singles but they're basically just long versions of the show songs that we're already familiar with and the highlight of that to me is the MacArthur's Park Suite containing MacArthur's Park, One of a Kind, Heaven Knows, and Back to MacArthur's Park. Donna's Heaven Knows is is just an amazing record. And whether you'd like dance music or not, I think you would like it. I also would recommend she's had several greatest hits and compilations out over the years, but I think the one that stands the test of time that has most of her hits on it and especially most of her classic hits is the Gold Collection, which is a two-CD set. And if you don't know where to start with your Donna Summer Collection, that would probably be the best place to start. So those are just some recommendations and check out some of Donna's music and I hope you enjoy it. Soap Dish Today in Soap Dish, well, with all the talk about the tornado that Steve was talking about, I can't help but think about As the World Turns and the time that Catherine Hayes as Kim was in a tornado and she lost her memory. Mm -hmm. And of course, John Dixon used it against her. I know a lot of people had thought over the years that that story was a bit far-fetched, but just what Steve was telling about during his experience with the tornado you can actually see that that's something that could be possible and of course Catherine Hayes always brought her best to anything she did she was a remarkable actress and I'd like to mention that over in the bold and the beautiful Sheila's storyline had a major turnaround. It turned out Bill Spencer was setting Sheila up to get arrested for murder, and he had been using her the entire time for this. And Sheila tumbled off out the window of his building onto the ground, and amazingly, Sheila got up and still ran away, running to Deacon, who turned on her to uh, work with Bill and Ridge, and help capture her. The, she was uh, captured. And she had a heart attack. From it. And fell to the ground. At first they thought she was. Pre- faking the heart attack. Pretending to be ill. But it turns out she wasn't. And when she ended up in the hospital. Her uh, uh, sons. Her adoptive mother. Lil. Wanted to let her die. Because she's such an evil person. But for some reason or another, Finn could not let that happen, and he saved Sheila. And the last thing she said was that her son saved her, and he loved her. So where this is headed next, I don't have a clue, but I'm sure it'll be an enjoyable ride. And there are some other enjoyable storylines on the show right now, too, concerning the Liam and Hope and Thomas triangle. And I would also like to give a shout out to Krista Allen, who plays Taylor on the show. She celebrated her birthday this week, and I'd like to wish her a very happy birthday. And now Steve has some updates about the Young and the Restless 50th anniversary episodes.
0: Yes, we have. uh, I've been I I watch occasionally. I read about it a lot. I I like the show since I was a little kid. But um, but I've been paying close attention now because with between this 50th anniversary, uh, General City is celebrating their Bicentennial. So uh, Nikki, Tracy, Lauren and Michael planned the Bicentennial Gala. Uh, it was a mask gala, of course. So you know what that means, that something's going to go down. That's what always happens on the soap opera at any masked uh, gala. Um but uh also lots of guests coming back uh former uh characters have returned like mamie uh danny and his sister gino are there nina esther jill and leanna love and uh still some more supposed to be coming uh later on to celebrate the 50th anniversary but the first surprise of the gala was the dedication of the neil winters jazz room at the genoa city athletic club Uh, with Abby doing the dedication, and this eventually led to Lily and Devon mending fences after Jill announced that she won't be taking Chancellor Winters public anymore. Uh, Another surprise was Nina confronting Abby for cheating on Chance and causing their divorce. So she let Abby have it right there in the middle of the gala, blamed her for Chance being heartbroken and not being at the gala to enjoy it with his mother. Uh, But the biggest thing happening at the gala, of course, was that Phyllis and Jeremy Stark were up to something. Uh, We've seen them discussing some drastic plan that Phyllis says there's no coming back from, but we weren't privy to the details, though most fans seem to speculate that she was going to fake her death and frame Diane for it. And Sure enough, the night of the gala, she got Diane into her hotel room, provoked a fight with her, and everybody walked in just in time to see diane strangling phyllis saying that she should kill her and do the whole world a favor later when jack and diane announced their engagement phyllis calls a scene uh accusing diana pretending to have changed and then collapsing after the ambulance left with uh with her jeremy stark showed up claiming to be phyllis's new husband and he accused her kids daniel and summer and her friends of turning their back on phyllis And that was why he was the only person that loved her or cared for her. And that's why they got married. Of course, then everyone got word that the ambulance crashed and burned. And of course, Phyllis uh, had left a voicemail on Michael's phone the night before crying, saying that she was terrified of what Diane was going to do to her. So after a few days of witnessing the Genoa City citizens grieving over Phyllis, we finally saw that she is alive and well and in some secluded hideaway with Jeremy. Now she starts show, showing some remorse, saying that her kids seemed so concerned when she collapsed and bugging Jeremy to tell her how they were reacting, but he would not give her the details. Then the uh, sole survivor of the ambulance crash showed up for his final payout from Jeremy, and soon after, Jeremy tells Phyllis she's on her own and he leaves her. So what's the ultimate plan here? Phyllis has to live her life alone somewhere while Diane ends up in prison for her murder. Even for Phyllis, a character that I do like, this seems uh, a little crazy. One theory is that Phyllis is actually trying to eliminate the threat of Jeremy Stark and that Victor and Chase have helped with this scheme to uh, back Jeremy into a corner. Victor seems pretty calm through this whole thing. And I think Jeremy is I think that Jeremy's also scamming Phyllis, though Because when he and Phyllis were together, they did not mention the marriage at all. And I wonder if he's faked that certificate uh, so he can take over Phyllis's business and finances, leaving him a pretty wealthy man. And while the storyline is far-fetched, I am interested in seeing it play out as long as it isn't prolonged. I'm glad it only took a couple of days to find out Phyllis wasn't really dead. And I hope this means that they'll move on to a conclusion. But in the end, I do think it will only make her relationship with everybody in town worse after she was so judgmental about Diane faking her death and coming back to town. Now she's doing the exact same thing. Uh, I also look forward to more character returns for this 50th anniversary. We're supposed to be seeing Miguel and Malcolm played by Shamal Moore, Shamar Moore. They're supposed to be returning and fans are buzzing that maybe finally Drusilla will be returning with Lily and Daniel talking about her and, her death and how they never found a body. I find that her return a little harder to believe given Drusilla portrayer Victoria Rouse contentious relationship with the young and the restless powers that be, but we will see in time what happens. And that's all I have there. Go
1: ahead. Well, I I wanted to mention that last Sunday would have been as the world turns is 67th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I would like to mention that in our, as the world turns memories last a lifetime as the world turns forever. And as the world turns, always, these are all groups that are on Facebook. We've been doing a major celebration for the 67th anniversary of as the world turns first episode airing. And, uh, I've been happy to, to, uh, put a lot of this together and I hope the fans enjoyed it.
0: That sounds good. And I, I'll have to look more deeply and check those out because you know, that was one of my favorite shows as well. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. I, I had saw some buzz about that too, because uh, uh, why did I just lose his name? But uh, the guy that plays Victor Newman, um, he, he did an interview and he said, 50 years is unheard of in his business. And everybody was like, what are you talking about? As the world turns was this many years. Guiding Light was this many years. I think General Hospital is celebrating their 60th this year. So, I, I guess in the industry overall, it seems like it's the soaps that only last this long. Which is funny because they're the ones that get the bad rap. They have. They seem to have the staying power based compared to other TV shows. Yes. Well, I think we'll wrap it up now. I thank everybody for listening to us and check us out on all our platforms. Save us. uh, Play us a couple of times. Give us some bonus (laughs) bonus plays, if you will. And uh, I guess we'll we'll come back next. Stay tuned next time. uh, And we'll be back again with the Shady Pines guys.
1: This is Dwayne Gregory, inviting you to join us again for the Shady Pines guys, Steve and Dwayne menswear by target jewelry by monet stay tuned for guiding light on most of these stations
0: the shady pines guys with dwayne and steve copyright 2023 all rights reserved any unauthorized redistribution or reproduction of the content in the show is strictly prohibited we hope you'll join us again for the shady pines guys you can find us on apple google and spotify podcasts and on a Lee too